Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Recasted, the podcast that will keep you safe while you are under our protection. Almost messed it up. You kind of tripped on that a little. I tripped on it a bit. <laughs> Continuing our epic theme this month, devoted to the man, the myth, the legend that is Nicolas Cage. We find our hero this time on the right side of the law. Ooh. Taking us through this political intrigue and conspiracies of kidnapping is our man, Hassa. Hello. And backing him up, as always, is myself, Chris. Sadly, we are only t- left with two movies to the Nicolas Cage month, or as we call it, Recaged-ed. No, we don't. Recaged-ed. <laughs> Took you two weeks to come up with that, eh? <laughs> yep. And so we decided um, that we needed to do at least one Nicolas Cage movie where he isn't playing a convict. Because all the other ones we chose, and everything we've done, he's usually a convict. Mm-hmm. Uh, so join us as we recast Guarding Tess. That, and I remember this movie being funnier than in, I ever <laughs> was this time around. Yeah. It wasn't unfunny, but I remember it being funnier. So. It was more just annoying. Yeah. But yes, I, I also remember this being funnier, but it wasn't, it wasn't a bad movie. No. Um, it just, it just, it didn't explain enough. Like, obviously, she really liked Doug. Doug? Chesnick. Yeah. Yep. Um, but they never explained why. But like when you he she was watching the old footage of the her funeral. husband, yeah. like it seemed like he like Doug was his super secret secret service agent. Mm-hmm. And that's why. Cause his her husband liked him. Mm. But they never really like state that. They kind of just like she does have like a some small conversation with him about how her her kids really don't like her that much and she doesn't like her kids very much but they i think they probably should have come out and basically said like you're kind of like a son that's how i kind of took it though near the end yeah where it was almost like she cared more about him and he cared more about her than her own son really did mm-hmm. and that was kind of the point yeah because her son comes and just tries to pitch her on a on a real estate deal and i love the fact she's just like no mm-hmm. like no get out um one of the things i really liked about this movie though was that i love that the beginning of it is all about how they've already established the relationship and he was done yeah and it was like yep i'm done yep goodbye it wasn't a new person coming in and yeah but it trying wasn't to figure it out like the whole movie wasn't like the typical comedy of oh they're oddballs together but it's because they just met and they're yeah. clashing like this is literally the relationship at this point Mm-hmm. which was nice and i think i think it was good because it wasn't like a typical like stupid stupid comedy like mm-hmm. it, it it's actually kind of more of a battle of wits like i think they falter a, a bit at that a little bit um because like he just freaks out about some stuff and he's like no we're gonna have carry guns into your room now yeah. and it's like okay she calls the president and tells him to yeah tells him to i'm st- sorry but that is one of my favorite things about this movie yeah. is the fact that the president calls him like I think three times, mm-hmm. and even the one time he's on the washroom, yeah, and it's just like stand by for the president, and you're like, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, and like the president, obviously they tried to either sound like one of the bushes, yeah, right. <laughs> well, I I got some fun facts on that, but we'll come oh, back to it. Okay, um, but no, I I still enjoyed this movie. I think mm-hmm. it could have been more like the thing is like i think the the wit could have been wittier i think the stakes could have been higher i think the fact that they just storm the barn and there's nothing they just be like oh hey we're just two random people who decided to kidnap the first yeah, the ex-first just, lady and it's just like it just felt a little weird yeah like i wanted them to explain a little bit more about her like running off and like that was a typical thing with the driver mm-hmm and then that being part of like this bigger conspiracy. Well, they did establish that earlier in the film, right? Yeah. But the thing, I, I did like the you got to sh- you finally got to shoot somebody. And I shot him in the foot. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I like when she's on the phone to the president too, and like you make sure you take care of Doug. But he shot somebody in the hospital. You make sure <laughs> you take care of this. Yes, Tess. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, Tess. Yeah. And like I think someone like Shirley MacLaine really does do a great job of being oh, yeah. this annoying character, um, a particular character. But like she's 
she's annoying to the men around her because she's powerful and knows how to get what she wants. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I, I do like her portrayal of this character. Though, I feel that the, the brain tumor thing should have been a bigger storyline. Yeah, it seemed it, a little... <laughs> either cut it out, not the brain tumor, but cut <laughs> the storyline out. Inoperable. Or just... Or, or expand it. Like, or this is why like she's that. acting weird and stuff like that, right? But I would also just... You, you explain away the reclusiveness of it to this because, yeah, she's tired of being in the spotlight. But mm-hmm. people loved her. Mm-hmm. That was the whole thing, right? But then, yeah, you just kind of explain it and then you end it maybe slightly differently. A little depressingly, <laughs> if you really want. She dies. <laughs> That's what I was... To be honest, like, like you just have, her. you like, have him. At, I, I, at I love their the funeral. fact when they when they were digging her digging her up, they're like they're they these two people had no intention of ever unburying her. Yeah, right. And they probably didn't. No. Anyway, because like yeah, that had a, such a dark ending that just kind of ended a little anticlimactically of them just storming and being like, "Yeah, we got you." It's like, although. I do, and again, this is where I think this movie really did shine, and especially with uh, Shirley MacLaine, but I do love the fact that the helicopter takes off. And then comes back. And then comes back down. Dog Chesnick, <laughs> she says she won't go without you. And then they kick all the other people off the plane. Yeah. Like, I thought that was great. Like, that, 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 that was a good part of the movie. It I, was. I laughed at that part. Yeah. But the thing is, too, like, it, it was clear that she cared about him, but didn't want to talk to him about it for some reason mm-hmm. so until later they, they do get there i guess so yeah they come to their understanding anyway do we want to do chris's fun facts chris's fun facts <laughs> chris's fun facts speaking of the president do you know who voiced him i do not it was the film's writer and director hugh wilson uh-huh ah. um so Nicholas Cage and Shirley MacLaine became great friends while filming. Due to their mutual love of animals and would go on to co-adopt many animals together, including a ferret named Whiskers and a zebra main named Mr. Zed. And there's your weird Nicholas Cage thing for this movie. <laughs> I found that to be a fun fact. That is a fun fact. Another fun fact is that apparently George Clooney auditioned for just one line in this movie, but it never made it to the screen. Weird. I guess that would have been around the time when he wasn't... Super Nin- George Clooney? Yeah, in 94, he would have just been like ER George Clooney. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and last fun fact. The scene in the Secret Service office where the television show shows civil unrest in... I do not know how to pronounce that. Yuga Dulce? Dulce? Okay. Okay, anyways. Affecting the president in the film, which was, of course, voiced by the director. Uh, the footage shown was actually news coverage from the June 1992 when President George Bush was in Panama for a speech. As a mass of protesters were present, gunshots and tear gas broke out, causing Bush to be evacuated. Mm. Okay, that was good. That was a long one. Yeah. But yeah, the Shirley MacLaine and Nicolas Cage one was a little weird. That's a little weird, but kind of funny. Kind of funny. Yeah. That was Chris's fun facts. Da-da-da-da. <laughs> what did critics think of this, by the way? Um, critics thought it was okay. Rotten Tomatoes score for critics was 57%, 47% for audiences. So they're kind of in the same ballpark. Yeah. Um, kind of a middling movie. And I think they weren't far off. I think this is kind of a middling movie. I yeah. think you have to be, to do a movie like this really, really well, Like you have, it has to be something special. And I don't think, I don't think this is going to sound terrible. Yeah. I don't think Nicolas Cage was the right person for this role. Because like no, because this was a very subdued <laughs> Nicolas Cage. Yeah, and I and although I, he did have some freakouts, and I don't. But the thing is, like, I know Nicolas Cage is an incredibly strong actor, even when he's playing subdued. Mm-hmm. Um, like he is, he is a phenomenal, phenomenal actor. It's just, I think, all like most of the things he says in this movie is yes, sir, or yes, yes ma'am. ma'am. Like he says that so much, and there's just no. He, it seems he went monotone instead of trying to put, add some feeling to the yes no's and yes ma'ams. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't put the right inflections on some of it sometimes. It was just defeated yes no, yes ma'am, or whatever. Or yes no. no. Yes no. Yeah. Yes you no. Know, yeah. No yes. It was always just like, you know, you're going to, I'm going to do this. No, you're going to do this. Yes ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. it is kind of, but 
yeah, I think they needed to play up his. If they were going to go that that way, they should have played up the defeatedness because that was the whole purpose of like that first half an hour where mm-hmm. it was, I'm out. I've done my two three year term. Three years, yeah. Um, and I'm ready for a new assignment. And they're like, "Yep, they want you. Like, she wants you back." And the president really wants this to happen. So go back. And he's like, "I don't want it. What if I say no?" Well, you can say no. I don't. I don't know why the punishment of you're going to be watching the president's dog is used twice in this. Like, is that a bad thing? Like, it's a dog. It's not. This is the greatest task yeah. I've got. <laughs> You can go take it for a walk. I get to take care of a dog. This is awesome. <laughs> like, I don't. Even, I'm not even a dog person, and I would yeah. take that job. <laughs> yeah, it just seemed weird, and then. But I, I guess, like, as a Secret Service agent, you want to be. You want to be near the president. I'm yeah, guessing, or at the very least, working with the Treasury, or, you know, whatever, because they're mm-hmm. part of the Treasury, right? So. <sighs> yeah. So anyway. Um, this movie came out March 11th, 1994. So, quite a while ago. Um, so one of the things, I don't know if you saw this on the list, but I picked just one of the other Secret Service agents in the group. You picked Kenny Young, and I I was trying to figure out why. I I only picked him because it's played by Henry Lennox. Yeah. Who we know. So, but like, because like, he's going to have to have some sort of one or two people with him because mm-hmm. it's not just him right so oh, it's like a group of instead six of, of them yeah instead of instead of recasting the whole secret service group i just picked one in particular so yeah. Hmm? yeah it's not a very big cast so it really isn't uh, it's mainly just carried by the relationship between mm-hmm. nicholas and shirley and shirley nick and shirley nick and shirley uh, and there are Incredible ferret and zebra. Yeah. Zebra? Zebra. Zebra. You're not British. No, but it's called Mr. Zed, so it keeps throwing me off. Uh, okay. Or Mr. Zed. Zed the zebra. Zed the zebra. Mr. And the could, ferret. could it be Mr. Z the zebra? Or is it Z E D? I wonder if the, the ferret and the zebra were together. I'm going to say zebra now. <laughs> what do you mean together? I don't know. Maybe they're like in like they're the same. a relationship? Mm, maybe. You know? They co adopted them. They're brother and sister, maybe. <laughs> This is just a weird. Okay, so what do you want to change? All right, so um, definitely, definitely the kidnap, kidnapping plot. Like, let's make that a little more either apparent or like make it a little more. I thought that too. Like central to the story, it should have been coming across like, like there should be. Hey, yeah, we have this entire file of all these threats on her, blah, blah, well, blah, blah. Like when the president, like, when he's like, you, you know, you can deny a Secret Service protection, mm-hmm. and then she does, and then have the president be like, look, you can't have this happen. Like, we know mm-hmm. somebody is. But the thing is, like, that Nicholas uh, Doug should know that, too. Like, that should have been his one of his arguments when he came and saw her again was, like, throws the file down. It's like. This is what we protect you against. You need us. But I think it should also be like when he says that, he walks away. He's like all mad. And then he gets back to his whatever, his house or his mm-hmm. apartment. And it's just like, ah, crap. Like, I can't do this because. Yeah. But yeah, it has to be more central. And then it has to be, a, like we said, it has to be a bigger climactic ending. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not talking. I don't want it to be like a big shootout or anything like that. No. But it shouldn't just be. and Or it should just be. Doug and Howard, who are the two people who are interrogating the guy in the room, mm-hmm. right? It should be them getting the, the getting to the farmhouse first, finding the two people, taking them down, and then everyone else shows up as they search for the the bearing. Like, should at least have some sort of tension to it, yeah. right? But I still don't want. I actually kind of want to keep the line as you finally got to shoot somebody, mm-hmm. and I and I want that story to be an earlier as like. Yeah, when I was protecting your husband at one time, there was a threat, but, like, I didn't get to shoot the guy, and I feel really, like... But she should also know that, like, that whole, whole... Yeah. Like, his whole record, she should kind of know, be like... Well, she was also there, yeah. right? Because she was, he was protecting her husband. And be like, yeah, no no guns in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Like, even though I know you really want to shoot your gun off or something <laughs> terrible. Way, way to make that sexual. <laughs> but then you also have the, like, weird exposition later on where she's... Like, oh yeah, my my husband's many infidelities, and you're just like, mm-hmm. this this 
like just throw this in here and then she yeah. starts kind of but that's one of those that's one of those things that you know everyone always believes about their presidents right mm-hmm. that you know they're the most powerful man in the world so therefore you know shit we almost they almost impeached a president because he was in in he had an affair i don't know what i was trying to go what word i was trying to find there in cahoots yeah yeah i don't know but then they couldn't impeach trump for it you know anyway <laughs> let's not get too political on our do we want to have the uh the movie. person on the other side of the line sound like trump because <laughs> it's a voice you'd recognize <laughs> can, can it be um oh. obama i would it'd be, so it's got to be either obama trump or a bush because those are voices you recognize what does biden's voice sound like i don't know exactly but because you don't have years of people making no. fun of him yet. <laughs> but I was just trying to think of like SNL, like all the different people that have yeah. done the voices and characters, and I'm like, I'm trying to figure out which one would be the greatest at just it. Just get Will Ferrell's Bush to come back. <laughs> Actually, yes. <laughs> let let us do that. That depends on the kind of movie you're making. <laughs> yeah, I also tried to think about whether or not I wanted to go modern. Because we know we always have this conversation, but mm. I feel like in this case, if you go more modern, you you run into a lot of more, I guess, write arounds of stuff. Because like their security system would be way more advanced. They would yeah, know. Yeah, but I think you could also write around that being like, yeah, she didn't want all that, so they said that she because she's you know like the way she is. They're like, okay, it's just. Yeah, but like fences and you the know. car, the car would have the tracker in it. Mm-hmm. Like they wouldn't be able to. But again, like they just have the tracker. It's an easy one line, right? Mm-hmm. So, because like as even the even what Earl the driver, yeah, Earl says yeah. like, you know, they they made me do it, mm-hmm. right? I'm just her driver. Like she got me the job. Like they're mm-hmm. indebted to her, right? So, yeah. Actually, kind of like that. I kind of like the fact that it was one of her own staff. Yeah, but was... I also like the fact that you looked at her staff and they were all... I kind of want to use the term misfits. Hmm? Like her secretary, who, who doesn't who speak... Doesn't, doesn't talk, yeah. Until, like, the end. And, like, it's kind of like, she hired me when nobody else would. And yeah. then, like, weirdly hugs them and then runs away. <laughs> I really like the, well, you better go tell her. But you're her secretary. <laughs> <laughs> Has she seen this? <laughs> no, no. Have you told? So, yeah, I, I, I would definitely make keep mine modern, but again, just like try and work around a few of the things. But I think, I think having a cell phone would make even that would make these this movie go a little faster, mm-hmm. like pace wise. Um, like when he gets left behind at the gas station, at the gas, or... like at um, at the picnic the picnic spot right he can just call right away and be like yeah they left me behind start the tracker i like that they leave uh frederick behind yeah the first time and then he comes out of the washroom and just like where is everyone yeah so yeah uh yeah i wouldn't change too much else um other than just building upon their relationship Mm-hmm. Building a little more background on like his service to the the former president yeah. and kind of building this. I love the fact that like this just opens with he's done his like stint. He's mm-hmm. you know wants the next assignment, and they're just like yeah, because it's not until that where back. until where she starts opening up again. Yeah, where she's like oh he might leave, right? So mm-hmm. and I th- and did you break her flowers? No, no, sir. It was just one rose. And for that, um, I actually picked a director for this movie. Because I wanted this movie to have those kind of like heartfelt moments um, between the two characters. And I think mm-hmm. that they tried to do that in this and didn't quite succeed. Mostly because, again, I think Nicholas might have been the wrong actor for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so the original director was Hugh Wilson, who will... Which was the voice of the president. The voice of the president, yes. Who I don't actually know the name of. Uh, let's see. He is known for... Ooh, Blast from the Past. Ah, oh, that was a... He was a writer on that. Okay, movie. Well, he, he was this film's writer. Yes, he was. Uh, let's see what else... Oh, he has 17 directing credits to his name. Ah. Ooh. Ooh. Dudley Do-Right. Oh. 
Oh, he did First Wives Club. Oh, we did that. Clearly, we should have known this. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so I picked John Favreau to direct this. Aww. Um, not just because of his like Iron Man movies, which Iron he did do really well. Um, and all but the like other movies he does more for the movie Chef, hmm. which was a very down to earth kind of like family bonding story. And I think you kind of have to do that with this. And also, I really like his sense of humor, the way he writes and directs stuff. So that's well, like, um, was, did he direct a uh, couple's retreat? I have no idea. The movie where they pretty much said, no, no, we want to go to the Bahamas and yeah. be there for with like our a friends. Month yeah. With our friends. I can look him up if you want. I'm pretty sure he did, but yeah, he's, he's really, it's interesting because when you, when I originally think of John Favreau, 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 whatever, who cares? However you want to say it. <laughs> um, it's always funny because you always think of him as just kind of like that bumbling person in the background, but then you're like, he's a pretty amazing director as well. Mm, what are we looking for again? Uh, Couples Retreat. Jungle Book was a great one. Mm-hmm. Does not no, he did not do that one. No. He was in it though. Okay. Yeah, he did not direct it though. No. Okay. Yeah. So he directed an episode of the Orville though. Ooh. And Young Sheldon. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to change? Nope. Okay. Shall we get to the cast? Let's get to the cast. Do you have a theme song for this one? Do, 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 do. Here is the cast. Cool. Okay, so And we get sued by somebody because that's already a thing. That was a jingle from the 1930s. God damn it. It's in public domain. It's been 70 years. Uh, So we're going to start with the character of Howard Schaefer, who is kind of like the FBI agent in charge of Mm -hmm. the investigation. Um, They didn't... Like, I was wondering who the hell he was for most of the movie... And then when they were in the hospital doing the interrogation, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit, he's FBI. They don't really say that he was FBI. <laughs> I don't even like, oh. but like, of course, the FBI had to come in and investigate this because that's their job, not the Secret Service's job. So no. um, he was put, but he was played by James Redhorn, mm-hmm. who is this very famous character actor who you've seen in many, many things. Um, I'm going to scroll down and look for him. Uh, there he is. But he's one of those things. He's right up there with, like, he was in Independence Day. Mm-hmm. Like we 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 did that one with him. So, mm-hmm. um, talented Miss Ripley, The Game, which is one of my favorite uh, Fincher films. Actually, I just like all of Fincher films mm-hmm. except for Alien Three. Um, Me, Scent of a Woman. But yeah, he's been in so many so many things. Yes. Um, did you recognize him while you were watching the movie? Well, I recognized him. Okay. But same reason I recognize a lot of people. I'm like, yeah. I know that guy. Where is he from? Where is he from? Let's pull up my phone. Oh, <laughs> aliens. <laughs> or um, aliens. Yeah, well, aliens. Yeah. But it was Independence Day. Yeah. Aliens in Independence Day. Okay. Did you want to go first or you want me to go first? Um, you go first. Okay, mine's a bit stunt casty. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I picked Kevin Costner. Oh, Okay. For multiple reasons. One, because I love Kevin Costner. I think he, when he's in a um, point of authority, he does super, super well. I really like it when he's that. But also because of the bodyguard, where he was an ex-Secret Service agent. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> so, which is one movie we should probably redo one of these days. One day. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll do a Kevin Costner month, because I actually really like Kevin Costner. And we could do Robin Hood. I can't uh, do a British accent. I give up. <laughs> Let's do unlike this. Unlike all the other Robin Hoods, I can do a British accent. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Why don't we just do a month of Robin Hood movies? <laughs> Russell Crowe. We're just re- recasting all of the Robin Hoods. <laughs> it's the, the same story every time. Russell Crowe, Errol Flynn. Um, can uh, we do Men in Tights? Yeah. What, Carrie Elwes and then Kevin Costner's. Yeah. What about the Disney version? Huh? Yeah, huh? I don't know the actor's name. Who I don't know <laughs> either. It's old. Yeah. But yeah, I picked Kevin Costner because I think, yeah, I think he's amazing. So. Mm, well, yes. And I think... He was in Waterworld. Yes, he was. I think um, I kind of want the part to be a little more... I'd, I'd like this to be more than just the last 20 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be more interesting if it was like 
a little bit longer, right? I can even I can even see it as he was the FBI person who was helping them earlier in the film because they were mm. talking about, hey, we have an actual credible threat now. Like this person has given a lot of letters and stuff like that, and like, well, it could also be like you, you could almost put it in that instead of Doug going back to the head of the Secret Service, like maybe going to talk to the FBI because maybe he wants to be an FBI agent. I don't actually know how those agencies work together. I don't. You still have to apply. But maybe right? that's what it is, and it's like, yeah, actually, they've. We're going to deny your request because yes, the president wants you back. Because <laughs> the president wants you to stay yeah. on with Tess. Yeah. So, all right. Okay. Who is your Howard Schaefer? All right. Went with. He's played a Howard before. I went with John Slattery. 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 I can't tell if I'm saying the name right. Okay. Howard anyway, Stark. Howard Stark. I think you're. Sl- I'm pretty sure it's Slattery. Yeah. yeah, but like Mad Men and all that. Yeah. But like he he plays that authority person sometimes. One of the two actors who played Howard. One of the two actors, the older Howard. Yeah. Um. I think yeah, he, I think Dominic Cooper does a better Howard. Yeah, yeah. but he's a younger Howard. Yeah. This is older Howard. But yeah, it's kind of kind of what because you look at him and he looks like one of those people that would be in charge of something. Oh and, yeah, and. I'm assuming the FBI would be putting, like, high-ranking people. Well, I'm assuming that's why he was an older agent, yeah. not a young agent, right? To go off and look for this. Yeah. So. yeah, John Slattery. Howard Stark. Okay. So, now we have Kenny Young. Kenny Young. Our um, secret, other Secret Service agents hen- mm-hmm. um, stand in. Pretty much the the other, his kind of second-in-command for the team I know it wasn't exactly this character. But no, I, I think the character... This is where I got really confused when you put him yeah. on here. Because I'm like, wasn't Tom his buddy? Or? Yes, but the guy who played Tom is nobody we know. No. Right? Yeah. At least we can talk about Martian Manhunter and... What do you mean? Right? The guy that played Tom, his name's John Rosselius, was in Con Air, A Blast from the Past, and Space Jam. Oh, cool. <laughs> Okay, but apparently he he passed away, so that's a downer. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about Henry Lennox. Yeah, so I actually enjoy this character actor. I think he's a very very good character actor. Um, obviously, he popped up in the Matrix movies as Commander Locke. Yeah, um, yes. Yeah, he was one of the guys who were running. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what is that stupid town name? Zion. Zion. Um. But yeah, him recently as General Swanwick, who turned into the Martian Manhunter. Which um, is cool to see. I really liked him on The Blacklist, a couple of the seasons I watched of that show. Huh. Um, but yeah. yeah. Trying to see what else. Yeah, Man of Steel. I recognize him from something else, but I'm trying to figure out what it is. Billions? No. Transformers, Robots in Disguise TV series? Mm, sure. Romeo and Juliet in Harlem? I think it's definitely in The Matrix. We'll just We'll just... Stop! Stop there! <laughs> Definitely the Matrix. Or is it? Maybe it's. That's weird. What was he in Titus? I don't know. Okay. Anyways, I'm up. Um, I went with. God, I can. I chose all these terrible people's names. Uh, Shamar Moore. Shamar. Shamar Moore. Guy from Criminal Minds. Oh. I don't know how to say his name either. Okay. Well, both of us suck at a podcast that we should really know people's names. Um, but you know who I'm talking about, right? Yes, I do. The guy from uh, Criminal Minds. Yes. I don't remember his character's name, but... I don't either. He hasn't been in a lot... Oh, he's also he's on cyborg. SWAT now. He's Cyborg. He plays Cyborg's yeah. voice, quite, yeah. voice quite a lot. Um, he's really good at Cyborg. On yeah. the animated, in he's the animated on a movies. lot of them. Yeah. He's, he's their Cyborg in the animated films. Yeah. Yeah. So... Kind of like how he was in Fillion's their Green Lantern and stuff like that. Apparently he was in Birds of Prey, the TV show. Yes, he was. He was the cop who was going against them. That was a terrible show. i never seen it. Oh. That's 90s, right? Yeah, it's... Or was that early 2000s? It was was like trying to capture... 2002, 2003. It was trying to capture what Hercules and Xena had done before. Yeah. With the kind of like fun, campy, action-y stuff. Yeah. It just... Then tried to set it in Gotham, 
where which naturally has to be dark and disturbing, so it just did not fit. Yeah. So, but he though, plays. Though she showed up, oddly enough, weirdly enough, she showed up in the Crisis on Infinite Earths episodes of the Flash and Arrowverse that recently happened like two years ago. Who? She, who um, are we talking? The, about? the the Huntress from Birds of Prey, the um, um, Ashley something. Dina. The no. main character. Well, there's three. So uh, Dina Mayer played Barbara Gordon. No, not that. Ashley one. Scott played that Helena one. Kyle. That's the one. Um, it was it was Bruce's and Selena's daughter. Yes. Um. Yeah. But like, she showed up and I freaked the fuck out. I'm like, oh my god, they went to this <laughs> one season show of this terrible thing <laughs> and pulled it out. But they didn't even go like they didn't even do Gotham. No. Like the currently running show. <laughs> but yeah. So anyways, anyway. yeah. Shamar Moore. Because he's always... he's No, he's really good. He's really good, yeah. and he's played... I mean, Criminal Minds, he plays that. SWAT, he's you know, playing kind of these characters. So it'd be nice just to see him play this Secret Service guy that's just, yeah, kind of that second-in-command and kind of like, you know... Well, in Criminal Minds, he is... He's yeah. not the second-in-command, but he's like... He's one of them. Yeah. yeah. So... And an FBI agent. Yeah. There we go. Who'd you have? Who's your Kenny? So... Kenny Loggins. When I was... <laughs> oh god <sighs> okay keep going i'm sorry um, when i was looking this up i wanted someone who looks good in a suit so i literally typed that into google <laughs> i put actors who look good in suits um and came with a bunch of people but one of them was elliot page hmm. and i remember the skit that he did with Kate Mara where they were short detectives on SNL or something and it was unbelievably hilarious so I'm like you know what I really like Elliot Page he was great he was great in Umbrella Academy completely yes. blanked on that show for some reason <laughs> um, so yeah I thought that'd be fun yeah so I almost and, went with Tom Hopper too yeah and I know I we've like used we've used him before in previous oh, yeah. films back in the day but like yeah yeah Oh, it works. Mm. Yeah. Now, Frederick. Frederick. Richard Griffith. Uh, Dursley. Yeah. I'm trying to remember which Dursley now. Vernon. Vernon. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I, I've seen him in other things. Oh, yeah. He's I been, he's he's in been a lot, but a he's, lot always, over the years. he's always Vernon now. Yeah. He has... He, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, I remember him. Uh, very uh, prolific yes. character actor over the years. Um, I think he died a couple of years ago. Yeah. Did he? 2013. Aw. Um, oh, right. I remember. Yeah. Because they talked about it. Yeah. But yeah, he's been very, very prolific in his lifetime. Yeah. Harry Potter was the big one for all of us. Oh, uh, of course. Yeah. But anyway. Oh, I guess it's me, isn't it? You're up first. Um, oh, he was in Hitchhiker's Guide. Maybe he was one of the Vogons. Uh, it, it was. It says Jelts. I can't remember who that is. Mm. All right. Anyways, who'd you have? Um, so I picked this because he tends to do this. I picked John Favreau. Ooh. Because he tends to put himself in his movies. That is very <laughs> true. And I think it would be fun because he is actually a chef to cast him as the chef. But wasn't Frederick the nurse? I thought he was the chef. No, the chef was the Asian guy. Was he? Yeah. Oh, well, Frederick whatever. was just like the nurse guy. Yeah. yeah. Why was... Okay, whatever. Anyway, I thought he was the chef for some reason. I, I He could be. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I just... Because um, I'm pretty sure he was like cutting vegetables in the kitchen and stuff. Yeah, maybe he was just helping out. But he was also carrying like the pill and the juice oh, at one point. That's a good point. point, yeah. And he wore like the little beeper on his belt. Yeah, whatever. So I just assumed he was her nurse. I just picked him. I just yeah. picked Frederick over the other, the other character because Frederick is actually in the movie quite a bit. Yeah. Right. Him and Earl are kind of like the go-to help. Yeah. Right. So, anyway, make him the chef as well. Nurse and chef. Why not? Um, house. But yeah. House Butler. Favreau likes putting himself in movies, and he does a really good job. Again, as I come back to, uh, did you ever see Chef? Um, no. It was really, really good. No, I know. And the food looked amazing. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Who do you have? Um, I wanted to go a similar route and have him be, have him with a, a foreign accent, I guess, because that's what Frederick was. He was kind of like a French 
Englishman. I was trying to go. Okay. Anyways, um, I went with uh, John Rice Davis. Rice Davis? Reese. Reese. God dang. See? Anyways, you know who he is. <laughs> He's Gimli. He's Sala. Yes, he was Sala. Come on. Too. I know Gimli is awesome, but he's Sala. He's Sala. <laughs> but he has that big booming voice and yeah. all that. And But he's, uh, yeah, because I went with him being kind of like this, what? No, I'm looking up the next uh, person. Um, kind of being this same kind of character where he's just there to kind of take care of her. Mm-hmm. But the Secret Service does most of it. So he's just kind of like walking around the house doing stuff yeah like helping out with the cooking and all this and but he's their nurse and then i would also going back to what i change i would have him know that she is not well and him be the one that kind of tells doug later yeah but be like she she pretty much threatened me to say i can't tell anybody Mm -hmm. because she doesn't want anybody to know Mm -hmm. because you got to believe though if she does have that nurse because she they do talk about how she gets dizzy spells and all this and that it's one of the reasons i'm guessing frederick was there mm-hmm. but that like yeah frederick would definitely know about her yeah. condition yeah so yeah. john rice and he's great as gimli and sala 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 salad he's not a salad <laughs> sala bad dates bad, bad dates yeah. uh it's great okay next next earl, earl. Austin Pendleton played oh. Earl, our uh, somewhat bad guy driver who gets a toe shot off um, <laughs> in a hospital. Yeah, oh. Appar- like I knew I'd seen him and stuff, but apparently he was Max in the Muppet movie. <laughs> oh. uh, John yeah. Gibbons in My Cousin Vinny. Yeah. Uh, S- Howard Mariner and Short Circuit, a movie which I think we should do one of these days. One day. Um, and even though I just watched this the other day, apparently he was in Finding Nemo, and I don't know who the hell he was. <laughs> Gurgle. Nope. Is he? The, is that the Bubbles guy? No. Oh, okay, I'm looking gonna, it up. We gotta, we gotta figure this it's out. Your, I your... recognize him though. I do too. Like he's one of those faces where he always kind of look. He always looks the mm-hmm. same. Are you looking up Gurbles? Gurgle. Gurgle. Gerbil. No, I wanted to see uh, Finding Nemo, I guess. I like how we're doing this in the middle of our he, podcast. He's one of the other fish. I just don't know which one he is. They don't have just a picture of Gurgle. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, well, who is it me? It's me, isn't it? God, I didn't even know Alice and Janney was Peach in that movie. <laughs> okay, we're not talking about Finding Nemo. We're talking about Guarding Tess. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for my Earl, my driver, I went with a uh, Michael Emerson from Saw, from Saw, from, from Lost, Lost yeah. from um, Person of Interest. <laughs> Never saw that one. Oh, funny enough, that's where I know him more. Um, apparently, he did the voice of Joker in one of the Batman. He did. Uh, it was the Dark the... Knight Returns. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna get there. Come on, man! You didn't like give me time. Okay, what well, was he on Arrow? On Arrow? Yeah. Like the TV show? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't remember seeing him in Arrow. It was Caden James. Yeah. yeah, he's been uh, the Joker in quite a few Batmans. Yeah. So, um, but a good a good TV actor and voice actor. And now let me know that he's the Joker. So, not as good as the main Joker voice <laughs> actor, but we won't go There's there. There's been a lot of really good Joker voice actors over the years. But, yes, nobody really holds a candle to Mark Hamill. No. Um... But yeah, I, I I know him more, funny enough, from Person of Interest, because I remember watching it, and he was the inventor of the, the special I was going to say the machine, machine yeah. or whatnot, but it was more of like an AI program type that, thing. That Jesus used to stop people. Yeah. Good job, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> to help people. It was to help people. I thought, I thought that the fact that I called him Jesus would be the problem. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, his, his initials are JC. I know. To be honest. Yeah. But, um, okay, now I'm off track. I'm sorry. Yeah. I went with him because he kind of has the similar look where he looks a little off mm. and he can ha- kind of play on that weird, I don't want to, I don't know how to say it. Kind of the weird social aspect. A little bit creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to be nicer, but, you know, a little bit creepy is kind of what I want him. But then kind of you want him to be 
wow, I'm just butchering my words today. Uh, you kind of want him to be this, is he innocent or is he, because you look at all the people that she surrounds herself yeah. with um, on her staff, not the Secret Service staff. So, mm -hmm. Michael Emerson, who'd you have? So, this was actually part of one of my changes. Ooh. I just didn't want to talk about it until here. Um, so, one of the things I really want to do is I kind of want to keep him like it for the first part, but I want him to be involved. I don't want him to just be coerced into doing this. Mm -hmm. I want him to be like, no, I hate her for all the stuff that she's done over the years. Like, this is, it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so I want her to be involved. I want him to be involved. And for that reason, I picked a guy who I know can be mousy and innocent and then turn a, turn a switch and not be that anymore. So I went with Martin Freeman. Okay. Cause I know Martin Freeman, like he doesn't always play the creepy person, but when he does, he can do it really well. Right. When does he play a creepy person? Uh, he's done in a couple of horror movies over the years, but I'm mostly going with uh, At World's End, the Tom okay. Tag movie, because yeah. like he went when he went from a normal person who was kind of mousy and stuff to being a blank. Mm -hmm. Right. Like he started being a little creepy and having those weird smiles, and I really liked that kind of turn that he makes. Yeah. Where he's now against his friends. All right. Yeah. So I was trying to I was trying to think because I was like I know him more as like. Uh, Bilbo mm. and uh, Black Panther, of course, with his Amer American accent. Yes. Um, although I haven't really ever watched Sherlock, so I'm not sure. He was really good in that. You never really watched the Sherlock? I, I know. It's only like a couple episodes each season, but I've... They're long episodes, though. I know. I've still never gotten into it. It's a good show. The third season kind of... Meh. It, it gets away with itself, you know... Jumps the shark a little bit, but uh, does yeah. it actually jump a shark? No. Sorry, that just they don't actually you. jump a shark. When the Fonz actually did it on Arrested Development. Well, that's where it came from. No, on Arrested Development. Oh. He actually right. jumped over a shark at some point. It was a dead one, and they made the joke. Never mind. Okay, I never, you know I never watched oh, right, Arrested you Development. Don't. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, next on our list, we have Tess Carlisle. Tess Carlisle. So we're on, we're on the the two. We're on Shirley MacLaine. <sighs> yes. The two, two main stars. Two My main brain stopped working characters. for a second. Yeah, our, yeah it's, it's that time. So who do we know? Where do we know Shirley MacLaine from? This movie. <laughs> this movie. <laughs> Nothing else. I remember seeing Terms of Enge in, um, Endearment a long, long time ago. Yeah. Um. But I don't think I've seen her in anything else. Um, She's going to be in the Little Mermaid movie. Is she? What as is grandmother she slash L. Um, okay. Oh, no, wait. This no, is a different Little Mermaid in... movie. What is this movie? Apparently, it was probably one based on the actual book, not the Disney version. Yeah, it looks really weird. She was on Glee. Eh, no, I didn't see that. No. Um, but for some reason, I've known her for a long time. Yeah, she has one of the... Well, it's like the name, right? Shirley yeah. McLean. You hear it and stuff. I'm trying to look up because I'm like, I got to know her from something. Doesn't seem like it. Guarding Tess. Laughing. No. Uh, well, she had her own show. Shirley's World. Shirley's World. Maybe Cannibal Run, too? I never saw the Cannibal Runs. Oh, okay. Well, let's so. uh, keep going back. Yeah. Anyway. I'm, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> She's just, you, you go, she's, I'll, she's, I'll, she's definitely one of those names that you've heard over the years. I think she's, well, she's very well known for stuff in the 60s. Yeah. She's got a lot of, of those like 60-ish movies. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Weird. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking through. She's got a lot of movies. Yes, she does. Okay. Can I, is it my go? Yeah, it's my go. Yes, it's your go. Well, I love um, you, Shirley MacLaine. I picked Diane Keaton. Ooh. A previous first lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in uh, First Wife Club. Um, she was in that, right? Yeah. Yes. Diane Keaton. <laughs> yeah, my brain yeah. stopped first. My brain has not been doing well this episode. No. My speaking hasn't either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really... I actually had picked Diane Lane, and then I had picked Kevin Costner and went, I can't pick Diane Lane. <laughs> <laughs> Martha! <laughs> Though, I recently found out that the two of them played a married couple in a movie... Something about, like, we lost our son. And mm -hmm. it made me think, like, oh, so they just did it from the other side of perspective where Clark died in the tornado instead of <laughs> instead of Joe. <laughs> but, yeah. 
anyway. Uh, yeah, I really, really like Diane Keaton. I've liked her for years and years and years. She's always been great. Whenever like I see her in a movie, it's exciting because of the way she acts and stuff like that. And I can totally see her as this overpowering, super opinionated um, character who can do the kind of dialogue I want for this movie. Mm-hmm. Right? That kind of witty, right? Yeah. Marvel-esque dialogue. Banter. Banter. Yes. I'm like, wait, has Long... she been in a Marvel movie? No, I'm thinking of somebody else. Diane Keaton? Yeah. Don't no. think so. I was thinking of whoever plays this, the intelli- the great intelligence. Oh, um... I'll look it up. You tell me who you got to No, pick. because you know what? I, I swear I almost casted that person as, as this role. Uh, um, no, it's not Diane Keaton, though. Um, okay, I'm going. Go ahead. Um, so I wanted somebody that could, again, do that witty banter, be kind of this stubborn person. Annette Benning, by the way. Annette Benning, Right. <laughs> oh, it's going to be weird because I was like, did I cast her in something? Like, I feel like I might have casted it. No, not like, no, no. Okay. Um, yeah, I wanted somebody that was definitely going to be able to play the stubbornness, but then also play the emotional aspect later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went with Katie Seagal. Okay. Very weird choice, apparently. Yeah, a little weird. Why? It's just... I wanted the, to be, because they kind of make it with uh, Shirley MacLaine and all that. Like, she was a partner to the president. Like, yeah, his presidency was a success almost because of how much work she put into it as well. Yeah. And so I wanted somebody that would play this very strong female lead. Yeah. No, I, I like Katie, it. Katie Seagal. Katie Seagal's hilarious. Yeah. She's Leela. That is the person you're talking about, right? Yes. Okay. Just making sure. Like, did you not know who she was? I just wanted to make sure. Sometimes I, I mix people's names up, right? Yeah, she was Leela. Yeah. So. Great. She was also, um, wow, married with children. Can't remember. Peggy. Yes. Got it. And then she was on, I think, she was in. Eight Simple Rules? Uh, ye- was she in that? Yeah, I think she was. Is that the one? Because she was the one where. She was married to John Ritter. Yeah, and then yeah. he passed away. Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter. Yes. That was the title of that stupid show. Oh, well. Katie Seagal. Katie Seagal. And now we're on to Nicolas, Nicolas Cage. Cage. Playing, so this is my cameo playing, of Nicolas Cage. Playing Nicolas Cage. <laughs> was he? No, this isn't how I assume Nicolas Cage is. Yeah. I assume he's more of a mixture of like Con Air and, <laughs> and Wild at Heart. Yeah. He just jumps out of his car and does karate. Yeah. For those that didn't listen to our Wild at Heart, go watch that movie. It's so no, just no, so terrible. Don't don't go so watch terrible. that movie. Do it just for the experience. So Doug Chesnick. Doug Chesnick. And you want to say more about Nicolas Cage? It's one of the downfalls of doing a movie uh, a month for an actor. Is like we've said all we wanted to say about Nicolas Cage in the first episode. So. Yeah, but we can still talk a little bit because, like I said in my intro, this is the only movie we've chosen where he's not playing a convict that has gotten out Yeah. Um, this month. We did, of course, um, The Rock, which he wasn't. But again, he was a special agent. Mm-hmm. So he's either a special agent <laughs> or he's a convict. And then I'm trying to remember, like, the weatherman. No, he was a weatherman. That was a weatherman. <laughs> um, family man. He was, again. A family man in that. A family man. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he was a lawyer in Family Man. Uh, he was either. At the beginning, That he was one was a weird, because, like, he was, he was a, I think he was a high-priced lawyer, and then, like, a. Then, like, worked in a. Yeah. The hardware store or something. something like Snake Eyes, he was a shitty cop. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's always on some si- some side of the law. <laughs> Matchstick men. Mm-hmm. He was a con man. National, National treasure. treasure. He was a thief. Lord of War. <laughs> he was an arms dealer. Yeah, he kind of is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Ghost, Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. He was just Ghost Rider. Grindhouse as Fu Manchu. 
It's the greatest cameo ever. So so stupid. Can we talk about Ghost Rider for a sec? Because we talk. You can about talk it. about it for one minute. Ah. So is it weird to think like when did Ghost Rider come out? Uh, the original. Two thousand seven. When did Iron Man come out? Was it just like I have no idea. I'm, I'm looking it up. So hold on. <laughs> you but only like, had a minute, so. But it's just 2008. So Ghost Rider came out before Iron Man came out. So Ghost Rider was kind of like the weird Spider-Man was not doing great at this point. Yeah. And they were trying, and this was like the first, I don't know. We had the Fantastic Four movies, but they were failing. Like, And then this was like, we're going to do this movie. And it was bad. Bad. I remember watching it, and I, I have it. I have the first one. And it's not... It's one of my... I will watch these because they're terrible, but you kind of wanted it to be better. <laughs> the fact that they released Spirit of Vengeance in 2011 amongst all the Marvel films. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that was terrible. But then that didn't even like have any connection to the original. No, not really. And that's what I just didn't like about it. And I didn't like the way they did the bike in the second one. Mm. But you had some really good people in the first one. Because you had, um, wow. Okay. Brain doesn't work. Our podcast is over. Thank you for listening. I can just click on it. What are you looking for? The, who played the original Ghost Rider? Oh, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. And then Mephisto was. One of the Carradines. It wasn't a Carradine. Yes, it was. Was it? Yeah, it was not Keith, the other Carradine. No, it wasn't. It was not a Carradine. You're going to look this up. I'm going to prove you wrong. Uh, Peter Fonda, sorry. Ha ha, Peter Fonda. Yeah. Sorry, I th- I always get him in one of the the David. The, is it David? David. Not Charity. the one who was in Kung Fu. Not the one who was in Kung Fu and Kill Bill. The other one. Oh, I don't know yeah. the other one. So, hey, Donald Logue was in that movie. Yeah. It was a terrible movie. Don't watch it. It was. Still wish they would try to make a new Ghost Rider that fits into the MCU, but I don't think they will. Maybe eventually. Probably. They did have one in the MCU, by the way. Well, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's still the MCU, technically. Does that mean that technically uh, he's still alive? Yes. Why can I not think of names? Phil Coulson. Thank you. You're welcome. His name was Phil. I give up. Okay, let's talk about Doug. Who's your Doug Chesnick? Chris Pine. Okay. I, I feel like Chris Pine can do frustrated really well. I can see that. Like, I mean, he's been Kurt. Um, what was the movie where he was a special agent? Oof. It was him. It was like something war. <sighs> yeah, where it was him and... Um, Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy, yeah. But um, like, yeah. Where he's at that age where I feel like he'd be good enough to be... I'm in the Secret Service. Okay, on IMDb. Don't look, don't look. Oh. On IMDb, when you type in Chris... How many Chris's? No. Which order of Chris's is it? Alphabetical by last name. No, no, no. Don't, don't, like, give me the, give me who it is. Oh, I know. Who's Chris the first... Evans at the top. Okay, who's next? Uh, Hemsworth. Yeah. Mm, Chris Pratt. Yeah. Uh, then Chris Pine? Yeah. I didn't realize it was alphabetical by last name, by the way, until you said that. I'm like, oh, it probably is. I'll look up that <laughs> name for you, or that, that movie for you. But anyways, um... He plays... Apparently, he's in the Dungeons & Dragons movie coming out. Okay, then. <laughs> Weird. Well, ah, dang it. Now that you said Dungeons & Dragons, did you know, random fact, um, Vin Diesel taught Judy Dench how to play Dungeons & Dragons on the set of uh, Chronicles of Riddick? I didn't, but I like that story. <laughs> it's almost as good as Shirley MacLaine and Nicolas Cage adopting animals together. <laughs> Yes. We're just going to stop talking and we're just going to start doing random shit we know. Random shit, yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. Chris Pine, I think, would play this part where he, he could play that frustratedness and then be like, I'm going to stick it to the book and then be like shot down and then be like... It was called, th- it was called This Means War. There you go. And he's a, good, he's a good actor that can do like the comedy aspect and mm-hmm. all that. And his, his turn on Wonder Woman was good. Not not eighty four though. Not eighty four. But they shouldn't have had him in it. But no. That's go listen to our 
shrunken, recasted yeah. version of him. Um, but yes, I think Chris Pine is a good actor. He is a good actor. Who'd you have? Um, you went DC. I went Marvel and picked Michael B. Jordan. Ah. Because I really like, I think he has this great ability to do action films. I'm really looking forward to that Tom Clancy, whatever the thing he's doing recently. I can't remember the name of it, but there's a bunch of trailers out for it. It looks just amazing. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. He was unbelievably great as Killmonger in the Black Panther film. And how was he as uh, Johnny Blaze? <laughs> he was good as Johnny Blaze. The movie was just terrible. I know. He was good as Johnny Blaze. Kate Mara was good as Sue Storm. Miles Teller was good as Mr. Fantastic. And Billy Elliot was great as the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he's just Billy Elliot. I can't remember his name. I just Miles Teller is just... He could have been good. They just didn't make him good. That's not. We're no, not talking know, about that movie. But he's just—it's too young for me. Yeah. Mr. Fantastic is an older. I know. Um, but yeah, I think again, I wanted some people who looked good in suits because they're in suits for the whole damn movie, mm -hmm. and the dude looked good in a suit. Like. <laughs> yeah. So like, I really wanted that, and I think him being able to do this witty back and forth with this older powerful woman i think would just be funny mm -hmm. right and not only that but you look at him and be like yeah you could easily play a secret service agent oh, or yeah. a cop or something like that so yeah mm -hmm. so yeah michael b jordan he'd be and, a good ghost rider and the thing is and again i wanted it to be someone because i don't i don't want this to be an action part so i kind of wanted yeah. someone who is known for action like Nicholas cage was at this time Maybe a little bit before it, but like someone who you mm -hmm. think of as an action movie person, right? Doing something that's not action. Yeah. Right? Oh, I think Nicolas Cage, because this movie was 90, what? Four, I 94. believe. I mean, Nicolas Cage really became more of an action star with like our next kind of block, right? Around the 2000s. Yeah. Because that's where we had Con Air. That's where we have. True. Um, the Rock face off yeah. like his big yeah. block of like yeah the rock conair face off city of angels snake eyes eight millimeter gone in 60 seconds all within yeah. four years of each other three years of each other Holy and, then, crap. and then he <laughs> went off and did like the family man captain corelli's mandolin wind talkers like he started going into other things and then yeah. it was just like meh so though i really do like the national treasure movies yeah, and they were they were good. Yeah. They were the they were the Indiana Jones movies. It was a style, mm -hmm. right? Find if we, clue, if we're gonna go to with that, then I prefer the Mummy movies. Has Indiana Jones movies? Yeah, they're about archaeology way more than that one is. Yeah, but that one's more about finding something. Hamanoptrop? They're finding that city. They found it. <laughs> It was more about putting it back in the ground <laughs> until the third that, one where there was... That and Brendan Fraser's awesome. Brendan Fraser was awesome. Those so. those first two movies were just fantastic mummy movies. Yeah. They were great. Third one was okay. Mm. It just had too much not Brendan Fraser. And too much about weird other not Egyptian mummies, mm. which kind of just took it away. But there are lots of other mummies out there. I know, but... Egyptian mummies. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Well, that was guarding Tess. Yep. We guarded her. She's fine. <laughs> she survived. <laughs> and and it's happening. We're almost near the end of our month. Yay! No, oh, there's so many more movies we should have done. Snake eyes. <laughs> God no. Okay, so jujitsu. Do you do you, do you want to? Where can they find us? You guys can find us on uh, Facebook and Twitter, uh, Recasted Pod on Twitter and Recasted Podcast on Facebook. Um, we should be on all podcasts services now. We had a bit of a hiccup with Google for a while there, um, so Google should have all should all be worked out now. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that you can find Danielle at Fiona Beer on Instagram. 
And Chris, where can they find you? The Canuck Comic Guy store. Yep. That's on. where I am. On Etsy. There you go. If you want to come buy things. some point, I'll update it. I'm getting bad at that. Okay. And? Next week, we're going back to the opposite side of the law. Opposite side of the law. Probably my favorite Nicolas Cage movie next week, and we're, we're going to talk about it. We'll talk about it next week. So, from all of us here at Recasted, go watch Gone in 60 Seconds.